Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm going to be talking about heart disease and clotting and the relationship between the two. So it is conventional wisdom that cholesterol is bad for you because cholesterol causes heart disease, including heart attacks and strokes. That's the rationale behind the fact that statins are the most prescribed drug in America. But there's plenty of evidence that while statins work to lower cholesterol levels, they do not, in fact, decrease the risk of heart disease. In fact, there is apparently no evidence that cholesterol is a causative factor in heart disease. And furthermore, statins can actually cause heart disease. If that's true, and yet heart disease is still the number one killer in America, what's the real cause? Or, since there can be so many external causes like sugar and smoking and stress, etc., what's the real internal mechanism that all these triggers have in common? Okay, so uh, there's actually, as I said, quite a bit of evidence that cholesterol doesn't cause heart disease after all, and we've known it for a long time. So uh, again, as usual, I will link to the blog post this comes from with all of the linked studies. There was one enormous study from the late 60s and early 70s that demonstrated that while decreasing saturated fat led to decreased cholesterol, this effect not only failed to decrease cardiovascular risk, it actually increased all-cause mortality. The results segment reads, there was a 22% higher risk of death for each 30 milligrams per deciliter reduction in serum cholesterol. Another study, analyzing data from the late 60s and early 70s but only published in 2012, likewise found that removing saturated fats and increasing polyunsaturated fats from safflower oil effectively lowered cholesterol but produced a 62% increase in all-cause mortality. The same findings appear again and again. One paper analyzed 19 studies representing a total of over 68,000 people over 60 years of age. The conclusion was that elevated LDL cholesterol, LDLC, is inversely correlated with all-cause mortality for that population at least. So what this all appears to suggest is that higher cholesterol is actually somehow protective. So why did we think cholesterol was the cause then? We thought cholesterol was the culprit for heart disease because, we thought, cholesterol was a major component of cardiovascular plaques upon analysis. The first problem with this reasoning is that it assumes a causal relationship. The presence of cholesterol in a plaque wouldn't necessarily mean that cholesterol caused the plaque. The second problem is that while there is some cholesterol found in plaques, it turns out that the major component in plaques is actually either cholesterol crystals, more on this in a minute, or LPA, lipoprotein A, not LDL, which is what we've always called the bad cholesterol, quote unquote, that we measure most often on routine labs. LDL and LPA are indistinguishable except for one thing. LPA has an apolipoprotein A on it. Uh, It's a protein that's sticking out of its uh, membrane. Anybody not specifically looking for the apolipoprotein A would find what looks for all the world like LDL. So then the next question is, does LPA cause heart disease then? Well, not quite. Again, correlation is not causation. 
Okay, so then what does cause heart disease? We've known for some time that damage to the lining of an artery is the instigating factor for plaque formation. The question is, what happens in between? So when you cut your finger, like your skin or something, the first thing that happens is you form a clot. That same clotting cascade gets initiated if you damage your arteries. Just like when your skin heals, first you scab and then the new skin heals over it. The same is true of the arteries. As long as your body has had the time in between insults to heal the damage adequately, there's no plaque formation. But what if you peel off a scab before it's done healing? Or worse, you re-injure that same spot when the scab has barely formed. This sets off the clotting cascade anew, and you end up with not only more damage, but more swelling and a bigger clot than you started out with. The same thing in the arteries has been shown to rapidly accelerate plaque progression and heart disease, as well as narrowing of the arteries, which is otherwise called stenosis. So the clotting process appears to be the primary culprit, set off by repeated injury to the endothelial or the blood vessel lining, and re-injured before it can completely heal. So how LPA factors into this is that, uh, okay, so backing up a little bit, vitamin C is necessary for repair of collagen, which among other things is the main building block of blood vessels. So if your levels of vitamin C are too low to do the job, LPA will act as a stand-in. It will grab on to amino acids that are exposed in the endothelial lining due to collagen damage, and it will initiate the clotting process. Once begun, this process pulls in all kinds of things to form part of the clot matrix, including red blood cells and platelets. Those with higher levels of LPA are at greater risk of this process from any endothelial damage just because more of it happens to be floating around looking for damage to repair, and the levels of LPA are genetically determined and not dietary. They're also totally unrelated to LDL levels and unaffected by statins. So remember those cholesterol crystals I mentioned a few minutes ago? They are definitely not from LDL since LDL carries only cholesterol esters, but they are found in red blood cell membranes. That is, the cholesterol crystals are found in red blood cell membranes. And it certainly appears that the cholesterol found in plaques does come from red blood cells, which further implies that clotting is the true cause of plaque formation. So, okay, so what damages the arteries that leads to the clot formation? So if clotting, repeated or insufficiently healed, is the real culprit for heart disease, what causes the damage that triggers the clotting in the first place? These we've known for some time. Damage to the vasculature can come from, like for example, chronically elevated blood sugar, as in metabolic syndrome or diabetes. It can occur from advanced glycosylated end products. So that's going to be the hemoglobin A1C that happens secondarily to the high levels of glucose. It can also happen from overcooking your food and having like charring and stuff. It can occur from increased uric acid, which is largely based on dietary issues. And I've had other podcasts on that recently as well. It can come from aerosolized particles like smoke, from cigarettes, from wood fires, from wildfires, etc., as well as excessive air pollution. It can come from heavy metal toxicity, particularly from lead, which has been shown to increase clotting in the endothelium. It can come from increased cortisol levels. So basically, that means anything that can induce chronic stress. Elevated cortisol occurs in response to stress, which leads to insulin resistance, which leads to high glucose, which we mentioned before. In addition to this, cortisol also directly increases clotting, which has been shown to lead to heart disease. So all of the things that I just mentioned, if you want to go to the blog post, all the studies are linked there. So bottom line, The cholesterol hypothesis has persisted as the primary cause of heart disease. Not only does the evidence not bear this out, but it instead points to clotting as an underlying cause. We already knew most of the risk factors for endothelial, the initial endothelial damage, but it appears that the emphasis upon decreasing cholesterol has been misplaced at best. Okay, so again, I will link in the show notes to the blog post this comes from, and thank you for joining me, and I will see you next week. Are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression? 
Unfortunately, even in the alternative healing professions, this isn't a given. That's why I've created wholehealthdoctor.com, a resource to help connect patients to healthcare practitioners in their area who share a root cause philosophy. Alternatively, most of the practitioners listed also practice telehealth. So if there isn't anyone local to you, you can still find a great practitioner to help you regain optimal health. Go to wholehealthdoctor.com. That's whole healthdr.com, type in your location or just the specialty that you're looking for and find the practitioner who's right for you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter. At Dr. Lauren DeVille. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.